Mario. This is Bernard. And this is Samir. Welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurds podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. All right. First things first. Unfortunately, we have to say rest in peace to comic book artist George Perez. He passed away Friday evening um, due to his pancreatic cancer, which we discussed about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had the honor of meeting him a few years ago. Uh, He was at Supercon. And I actually got him to sign my copies of Infinite Crisis. But yeah, I mean, this guy is responsible for the creation of Teen Titans. Uh, he was the he was the penciler on Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, what else did he? Um, almost anything you can think of. He's drawn Avengers. Uh, I believe he's drawn Batman. I knew for a fact he drew Superman. He actually wrote Superman. He wrote um, he wrote Superman uh, when the New Fifty Two started. Because remember, uh, Grant Morrison was writing action comics. So he was writing um, Superman. I believe he drew it as well. I'm not entirely sure, so don't quote me on that. He also was the penciler, well, co-penciler co on um, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I'm most familiar with him from uh, Infinite Crisis and Teen Titans. Yeah, so he. So I'm going to go over his um, bibliography real quick. So like I said, he, he drew on action comics, Adventure, Adventures of Superman. All-Star Squadron, Batman issue 400, uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold volume two, like I said, Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, DC Universe Zero, uh, Deathstroke the 92 series, uh, Flashpoint the Secret Seven miniseries, Heroes Against Hunger, History of the DC Universe, issues one and two from the 80s, uh, Infinite Crisis, Justice League of America, uh, JSA, New Teen Titans, Secret Origins, Supergirl, Superman, Shadow Quest, uh, Teen Titans Volume 2, Thunder Agents, Wonder Woman Issue 600, uh, the War of the Gods miniseries, the World's Finest, uh, the Doom 52 version, and the World's Finest comics that was a Teen Titans book uh, in the 80s. And as far as Marvel, he's drawn the uh, Avengers, the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, Fantastic Four, Incredible Hulk, Inhumans, Logan's Run, uh, he drew an issue of Luke Cage Power Man, Marvel Premiere, Marvel Fanfare, uh, Marvel 2-in-1, Monsters Unleashed, Silver Surfer, Thunderbolts, Ultra Force, What If, and X-Men Angle. But yeah, I mean, the comic book industry lost a goat today. Yep, couldn't said it better myself. Yeah, but um, I'm going to go ahead and let Samir, you know, gloat. So when we were recording... The CW decided to cancel Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. I don't think the Arrowverse is dead. I'm sticking by it. Listen. I'm, I'm holding wanna, on to hope. They want to ship all their content to HBO Max. And it's a good idea. We'll have all the content in one place, more crossovers, more cohesiveness. Okay. And hopefully they can control their properties more as opposed to, you know, people, you know, leaving their contracts and shows ending and shut. Um, I don't even think is that I, I don't I don't know why they're canceling the shows. If anything, could they they could just always shift them over? They're canceling them because of uh, first off, they don't have rights to the streaming um uh, portion of the show. Netflix does. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So it's just not advantageous for them to continue these shows because they're losing a ton of money. Most people watch them on Netflix instead of waiting day in day out to get in one episode. They're going to binge it. Also, this is going to um, start a much more uh, easier to digest um, broadcast model. 13, 16 episodes, you're done, and then you come back next year. None of this uh, uh, hour-long episodes, 24 uh, episodes a season nonsense. That's too long. It's a thing of the past. No one needs to watch the show that long. Well, I mean, even networks with streaming 
platforms still stick to the 23 episode format not necessarily on their streaming platforms but you know on like um paramount plus all the shows that still air on cvs are still 23 episodes mm, let's find out magnum pi yeah but those are made those are made for network television though what about the shows made directly to the uh the platform well yeah th- that's that's obviously going to be a given like the only thing i can think of that has actually gone from network to streaming are two shows. It was SEAL Team with David Boreanaz on CBS and Evil what with Mike Coulter. Star Trek Discovery, was that made for streaming? Yeah, it was on CBS All Access. Okay, so yeah, because, yeah, because every season has, um, let me see, and then, um, no, actually, uh, yeah, they have third, let's see, the first season had 15 episodes coming along, but after that, 13, 13, and 13. So yeah, SEAL Team is even starting to diminish on their episodes, because like I said, Good. it's it started on CBS, so the first three seasons are 20 episodes long. Uh, the last season of it being on network TV was 16 episodes, but I can also blame COVID for that because... It's just not a good um, uh, show model. I'm sorry. It's just, you can't... It's hard for an audience to stay involved in a, in a series that long, and the, the, the plot gets muddled. I, it, it just it don't work. I, bet, I, mean, I guess. I mean, shoot, it, Riverdale was dope when it was dope, but it, it's just hard to keep up with that. Riverdale shark. has jumped the shark. It's not even the fact it that jumped it's... the shark because it had so many goddamn episodes. No, it jumped the shark because, come on now, really? We got a bootleg Dungeons and Dragons killer going on now. That's back again? No, I'm, that was when it kind of jumped the shark for me. Like the first two seasons were good. The season with the cult, eh, the ghoulies and gargoyles thing, no. That's why, like I said, I was going to check out last season if but they did the seven-year time jump so they're no longer in high school because I, w- I was ready to go i'm like because I, I, don't, I don't know where we're going with this but okay everyone's graduating where where do we continue from here but like i said they did the seven-year time jump and I'm, i honestly feel like i'm getting ready to check out again because of the whole you know rt having super strength betty can see the aura of people and jughead has um telepathy that's cool <laughs> yeah oh he went deaf but he can hear your thoughts that's dope i, I kind of like it <laughs> You said you were going to start watching again last season. You fucking liar. I got other things going on. Yeah, you're planning a wedding. Yep. Yeah, what do you got, though? Okay, so it's amazing. So, I, whew, all right, listen, Natalie Portman's arms. Okay, yo, the arms, right? Yeah, but she still doesn't look as big. Are you sure? The, I'm sorry, my guy? They're toned. Nah. They're toned in the Empire picture. Dude, if you look at the compare arms. Her, compare her to Attack of the Clones to now. She has so much more muscle. They just look toned. Nah, man. She has at least 20 to 30 more pounds of muscle on her right now. That's significant. That is hard. All right. Bravo, Natalie. Bravo. She looks so good. That's your story or is that a blurb? I mean, I, I'm just, these, these arms are a story. I'm sorry. Give them the respect that they deserve. I mean, I, I, I'm almost a little, a little upset that we don't get to see her abs. They have to be ripping. I'm like, they have to just be on point. Just, just, just washboard. Or she could have just been working on arms and legs. Nah, because you're gonna have to do core to, to lift and, and bench and squat correctly. You have to do core too. That, that, core just comes with everything. Like just, 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 just every. Oh my goodness, just ah, oh, chef's kiss, chef's kiss, so good. You got your story, dude. That was a story. The arms, the arms are a story. They're, they're, that wasn't a story. That was a blurb. My guy, why are you why hating on? Let's talk about how you hate on these arms. What's, what's, the arm I'm not hating on I, the arm. I, I totally believe these arms can steal your prom date. All right, I, I'm in love with these arms right now. Did this what happen? They, they steal your prom date. <sighs> I hate you. No, you don't. You I hate you. All right. Well, I'll go because Samir obviously doesn't have a story. And he was just I milking. Story. It was just, it was it's so good. That wasn't a story that, like I said, that was a fucking blurb. All you had to do was go to the chat, 
Hell, you just shared a tweet three hours ago. Yeah, I'm going to get on that later. I guess. But you were saying up and down. Oh, no, that's not. She didn't get that rip. She don't look that rip. It's like, that's just, that's just Photoshop. No, she is that rip. All right. So Square Enix has sold, what was it again? Tomb Raider, Final uh, Fantasy. Don't get started on this. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, Tomb Raider, Thief, Deus Ex Machina, basically all EDO's properties, I think. Yeah, to the Embracer Group, and I have no idea what the Embracer Group is. They are but... the best kept secret of gaming. They own so many properties. So hopefully they can just let, uh, do they sell Crystal Dynamics also? They sell Crystal Dynamics, EDO's Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Okay, yeah. And for, so, ooh, for three, so for yeah, million? 300 million. I hope that means we're going to get a legacy of Kane uh, revival or at least some remasters because your boy has never beat Soul Reaver. All right. And uh, it, it's, it's such a dumb idea. And I get that. Okay. So look, you can, even though the uh, the blockchain, the NFT market and the blockchain is all messed up right now, it's going to come back. So this is an investment. You can't look, you have to look more far reaching when it comes to finance and stuff like that. So I understand it. I'm just not happy about it. Yeah, I just think like NFTs are, it's going to be like 3D movies. So it's going to be here for a minute and that's it. I don't think so. I think uh, digital currency is going to be here for quite a while. I didn't say anything about crypto. I'm just specifically talking about NFTs. I think they're, they they still possibly could be the future. I just don't think the, the, mod, the business model they have so far is a good idea because they're kind of ticking everybody off. But no, I think they're definitely going to be the future. Mm, I don't know, man. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's the future, man. But I really just hope this doesn't affect any of our games. I hope we still get to. We're they're working on a Tomb Raider now. So yeah, we're getting a Tomb Raider game. So hopefully, you know what? If they, as long as I can keep the Tomb Raiders, I don't care. More Tomb Raiders. <sighs> True, we need more Tomb Raiders. But I mean, you're the Deus Ex fan. I was gonna get into it, but it's first person, and we know how I feel about that. Yeah, you're a bitch. So why you always gotta be so angry, man? I'm not angry. I'm more, I'm saddened. I guess. What do you got? Okay, so all right, let's let's touch on this whole Vin Diesel Justin Lin thing. Yeah, I was actually gonna save that for my next story because I was gonna pull up the article. But good God, I'm like, what happened on that set? Vin Diesel out here, you know, swinging his dick around. I mean, can you chill, man? I'm like, he shows up late to set and he doesn't know his lines and he he shows up out of shape. Like, what, man? Well, come on, bro. Really? What is he doing? I mean, did you pull up the article? I'm reading that from the article. Yeah, look, he shows up on set late. An unannounced source has um, told publication he doesn't know his lines, and he shows up out of shape. No one's di- no one's dissing um, Diesel on the record, but everyone knows they don't want to get fired. But they're going they, yeah. And Lynn is unlikely. It's unlikely Lynn will weigh in on the rumors as he is still involved with in the project as a producer. However, this is not the first case of Diesel in the Fast and Furious franchise running into friction. So they lost the rock. Uh, Justin Lin stepped down as director. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it looks like it's, it looks like it's all been um, uh, uh, Vin Diesel this whole time. Yeah, like I said, he is the he is one of the main EPs. Well, let's see. We got Jordana Brewster coming back. Tyrese Gibson. Everybody's coming back. John Cena has not been confirmed to come back yet. Brie Larson and Jason Moore are franchise newcomers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, they tried to get F. Remember, I said they should get F. Gray, uh, F. Gary Gray to come back, but he's shooting a movie uh, with Kevin Hart and um, F. Gary Gray. Yeah, for Netflix. Which uh, he did. He directed Fate of the Furious. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, Louis Leterrier doesn't mess up the movie because you know sometimes that man is a hit or miss. I don't know if they can fix um, the Fast and Furious franchise at this point. The last one was really dumb, and not in a good, dumb, not in a good way, dumb. Just, just, just dumb, dumb. Yeah, it, I think it's run out of steam at this point. They need to just end it. 
You just missed the perfect opportunity for a pun, man. It's run its course. They've it's running out line. of gas. Oh, okay. I guess. Cars, come on, man. Fuck. Shit. But yeah, so yeah, like I said, like I told you, Louis Leterrier, he directed The Transporter, Unleashed, Transporter 2, Incredible Hulk. And this is where it starts to fall down. Clash of, what the fuck? Sorry. Clash of the Titans, Now You See Me, whatever the hell Grimsby is. Is this the Brothers Grimsby? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know why it's just titled Grimsby. It was called the Brothers Grimsby over here. Uh, the Takedown, and that's pretty much it. But yeah, I mean, <sighs> I quit. Fuck Vin Diesel. I mean, I was already checked out, anyways. Yeah, I'm I'm too invested. I gotta I gotta see this through, unfortunately. But okay, all right. We also have to say rest in peace to Razor co-founder Robert Krakow. He passed away at the age of 81. Yeah. So yeah, he founded the Razor uh, company, who which makes uh, uh high-end game peripherals, and they pretty much revolutionized the uh, the custom PC space. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Razer is so popular they even sell it at Best Buy. Because, you know, Razer was always one of those companies that, like... Well, they sell every brand at Best Buy. That's, that's because PC gaming is now way more popular and mainstream now. Yeah, but, you know, there are some things you can't find in, you know, Best Buy. You got to get, like, directly direct market. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think they reveal the cause of death. But, yeah, I mean, condolences to him and his family. I mean, he was old, so. Yeah, he was 81, but still. That's old. Bro, we just had a lady die at 119 years old. I don't want to okay. hear shit. <laughs> Once you hit past 80, you you, you won't borrow time. Yeah, that was very dark. You really are an ageist motherfucker, you know? I'm not. I'm just being realistic. You, it's your, your own borrowed time. Your body can check out any moment. When keeping it real goes wrong. It's like, dude, it's like, oh, I, he was so young. No, his heart gave out or something. I mean, it could be any number of th- organs that have been on this earth for 80 years running his body decided to quit at 81 years old. That's just what happens. Yeah, I, I'm I guess. I'm not surprised when an 80 year old man dies. I'm sorry. It's, I, we, he will be missed, but yeah. Cold blood here. What do you got? All right, this is kind of funny. Um, so, Yu Gi Oh! tournaments have set to penalize players for being smelly good i good. have been at quite a few gaming tournaments bro it's not even just gaming tournaments it's just like when tate does are those considered are those considered tournaments when tate does the lockdown yeah the the at least for magic the gathering i believe yeah it's like yo yeah don't come in <sighs> it's like dude it's not, dude it just collects and the whole room is just bad it's yeah like, you oh would think caught it you would think con funk is the issue? No, it's just like, yo, do y'all not believe in like, you know, washing your ass? Soap? <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my God. So yeah, I, honestly, I'm all for this rule. I'm like, good God. Same here because- Just so much BO. Yeah, it, it's just sick. That's why I try to, I mean, I get that Saturday is the best day to go to cons, but <sighs> nigga, no one, no one wants to do that. But yeah, so- Konami is cracking down on poor hygiene at its official Yu-Gi-Oh! CCG tournaments with the implementation of a new rule that penalizes players if they or their clothes are dirty or bad smelling. So the rule was posted on the Yu-Gi-Oh! blog as part of a wider tournament policy update. It can be found under the subsection labeled hygiene. It reads, this is a new section requiring all persons attending a tournament to be clean and wearing clean clothing. If you or your clothing is excessively dirty or bad smelling, you will be penalized. And um, yeah, so I guess somebody wrote on the uh, post that said, um, how will the smell rule be enforced? It's likely they'll be left to the discretion of the judges through the subjectivity of stink may lead to controversy. So yeah, I mean, like how are they going to judge who smells? And I mean, like, 
because there's like no smellogram. You know, like how they got like the decibel reader for I like a plug. Get, I, I guess as they have a doorman as you walk by, they sniff you. You don't smell like roses. You got to go. Yeah. All right. So I mean, yeah, great. They oh. so. I mean, I've talked about this before. You didn't read it, but the Paper Girl TV series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got our it. we got our first it. look today. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Amazon posted it on their social. I'm obviously going to post it on ours when I get a moment after we uh, finish here. I'm already looking it up. I'm excited. I can send you the link through uh, the chat. <laughs> Don't tell me silence, bitch. I'm sending it now. Don't be silence. I'm What's wrong with you? looking it up. I already got it. It's there. I'm but, already looking at it. Okay, but yeah. So I can't wait to uh, see this. Hopefully it stays true to the source material because I will read says source material now and I will also be on board for this. Yeah, the book is only like 30 something issues. So, yeah, I mean, I was glad that Brian K. Vaughn was actually reading, uh, writing something I cared about because Saga tried it wasn't for me. Yeah, I know you, you suck balls. Oh, see, there you go again. Toxic. My God, it won so many awards. So the paper girls. It just I just wasn't feeling saga. It was so cool. Look, you like some things, I like some things. We don't have to like both. We both don't have to like the same things that the other person likes. You're right. One person can be cool, the other one can be it's fine. Don't you got a wedding to plan? Yes, I do. Um, we're still trying to find caterers. You dick. So since that was a little blurb, I got Okay, so did you watch the trailer for the Weird Al movie? Oh, I saw that it got posted, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, so this is the thing. I thought this was going to go to theaters. It, it's it's very... It's, it's going to the Roku channel. Okay. Yeah. So, you make it sound like Roku's like a Kirkland brand? Uh, no. Okay. Why are you only shaming Kirkland brand? It's a Kirkland brand streaming platform. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with being Kirkland. They got some good stuff. But but yeah, so this is going to... I mean, I mean... I'm just like, Roku got that much money? They got Daniel Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe likes to act. So he might not be that expensive. He might he, he might have cut them a deal. But yeah, so this is going, obviously, like I said, to the Roku channel. And it will act as an untold true story documenting uh, Weird Al's rise to fame. You know, it's basically going to be like a mockumentary. So, I mean, I don't know if, I mean, how much of this is going to be like true. But yeah, so Radcliffe said, while he was talking about playing Weird Al, he said, wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's a huge responsibility that I don't take lightly, and I'm honored to finally share with the world the absolutely 100% unassailable true story of Weird Al's depraved and scandalous life. And yeah, he actually gave, Weird Al actually gave his blessing to the project, and he well, said- I was under the impression he's a super chill dude, so I can't imagine him not being yeah. more that. Yeah, and he said, uh, when my last movie, UHF, came out in 1989, I made a solemn vow to my fans that I would release a motion picture every 33 years. And like clockwork, I'm happy to see that we're on schedule. And I am absolutely thrilled that Daniel Radcliffe will be portraying me in the film. I have no doubt whatsoever that this role, uh, future that this is the role future generations will remember him for. I don't know. That's kind of a reach, man, because people still watch Harry Potter to this day. But yeah, Rachel Evan Wood is also in the film as Madonna. Uh, Julianne Nicholson is in it. Ryan Wilson and Toby Huss. And it will be airing in autumn. So I'm going to have to download the Roku channel app on my TV. Check that out. What do you got? Okay. So have we have we talked about the stills and the screenshots for the uh, Obi-Wan series? No, because they, they the new trailer more. dropped on yeah, so May 4th. More. The Inquisitor 
looks pretty cool. The costumes look on point. Yeah, one of them got a big ass head though. It's like they couldn't get somebody um with a you know slightly smaller head. Also, Ewan McGregor says seeing Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader was spine tingling. Here's it's the cool. question: is 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 Hayden actually in the suit though? Yeah, why wouldn't he be? I mean, how That's, tall is Hayden? Uh, tall enough. I don't know. Let's check this out. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. All right. Well, anyways. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this will be the first time he's actually acted as uh, Darth Vader. I mean, since, you know, the Revenge of the Sith, which he only had like two seconds of screen time. Yeah, okay. okay, he's six feet tall. Yeah, he's tall enough. Yeah, plus they can put platform shoes on him. Yeah, but still, doing platform is kind of nah, wonky. Fine. Be fine. Be fine. But yeah, this, this is his... No, this is his second time. Yeah, because he was in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I thought you said that was his first time. Yeah, well, Revenge of the Sith was the first time. Yeah. No, I thought you were saying Obi-Wan was his first time ever wearing the suit. But yeah, they, I mean, I'm excited for the cast. I mean, they have, um, I don't know, I haven't seen her. She's this is one lady, uh, in Endura, Endura Varma, who's best known for her role in Game of Thrones. Uh, she's on here as an unnamed role, so I'm curious to see about that. Camille Nanjiani, what is he doing here exactly? I, I'm, I'm just, so I don't know. I, I think he's gonna be a smuggler. Is he still ripped? I'm excited. I'm pretty sure he is because it's kind of hard to go back fat. Once you've gotten in shape. Also, he's probably going to be an alien character. He's like, my guy got ripped. Bravo to him, but he got ripped, and they didn't do anything with that in that movie at all. He could have stayed skinny. Yeah. Hold on he one did, second. He did one Bollywood scene. That was it. Hold on one second. But yeah, cool. yeah, it's like, I mean, I guess he didn't want to be flabby. He, and, it, you know, maybe, you know, they didn't say, hey, you got to get ripped for this movie. He was like, no, I got to get in superhero shape. Nah, they, they once you once you jump on a Marvel project, they take you over your life, and they make you, they sculpt you. So. Bro, they didn't do shit to Anthony Mackie. Yeah, they did. He had but, to show up. He had to show up 6 a.m. every day, and he couldn't say nothing. When he got the, when he got the roles as a Falcon, everything was hushed, and he made, yeah. No, I'm talking about like as far as getting in shape and shit like he that. He was goes. definitely in shape. Yeah. Have you not seen Anthony Mackie with his shirt off recently? That dude's ripped. Why would I see Anthony Mackie with his shirt off? Look at his arms, man. When he was when he was in um, Winter Soldier, he was pretty ripped. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you tripping? No, my guy was. Um, no, he was already big like that. Because remember, he did Pain and Gain. Mm, oh, hang on. Yeah, that came out before uh, Winter Soldier. Then maybe he didn't need to do that much work, but he was already ripped. Yeah, I forgot about that. So he was All a right, bad well, example. What about, what about what about Civil War? That was a couple years later. He had to stay in shape. Once like once again, like I said, once you start to get ripped like that, you you really don't like slow down for nothing unless like you're one of those people who are who are you know method acting like Christian Bale. Because the only thing Chris Hemsworth has done is getting bigger. No, he he dropped that away for the song of the sea or whatever that movie's called. Oh uh, well, yeah, that was because the role required it. He was lost at sea. You gotta look malnourished in that shit. But yeah, once he got back into shape for Thor, I mean you haven't seen him lose like get smaller to the point like he was in that movie. He definitely got bigger. <laughs> exactly. But again, I think Marvel wanted that. Maybe, but you know, I don't I don't think Kunal's out here. Off you know. the table, baby. <laughs> Fucking cats, man. You see, you see, guys, I told you them cats. Oh, yes, cats are awful. No, my cute little child, she ran across the table because she was feeling neglected. It's fine, I'll play with her later. Mm, feeling neglected, yeah, right. I'm like, no, I'm gonna fuck up this podcast. Like, oh, so who was that, Emerson? Yes. Exactly. Oh, why am I not surprised? All right, so I got one more bit of news, and we're gonna get into our review of the season finale of Moon Knight. Let's do that. All right, so... I talked about this a while ago, the Quantum Leap reboot. So it will apparently be a full series. Uh, NBC gave it a full series of order after they shut their pilot in January. Oh, okay. So this will pick up where the original left off 
where uh, Sam Beckett, who was played by Scott Bakula, learned that his quest to travel through time um, and right various injustices throughout history by leaping into other people's bodies would be an eternal one. Or at least everyone saw, um, apparently, that happened in the secret ending. So in the reboot, um, Dr. Ben Song, played by Reverend Lee, uh, Kev Raymond Lee, damn, has uh, put together a team to hope to uncover the secrets of Beckett and his Quantum Leap Accelerator. So Caitlin Bassett will be joining the cast, Mason, Alexander Park, Narissa Lee, and of course, Ernie Hudson. So I can't wait to see this. Uh, Obviously, when it um, starts, I will give a review on the first episode and we'll see where it goes from there. So Samira, have you ever watched the original Quantum Leap? Yep. You said nope or yep? No, I have not. I haven't had the pleasure. I've seen clips. Yeah, I, I used to watch uh, reruns back in my heyday as a young lad. All right, so guys, we are going to get into our review of the season finale of Moon Knight. So, what are your thoughts? All right, I had I was a little skeptical. Um, I definitely it definitely picked up a lot. It picked up a whole lot. Actually, I, I really like where the series ended up, um, and it, it definitely gave us more questions and answers to a certain point. Yeah. So the episode was titled "Gods and Monsters." It was directed by Mohamed Dia. Uh, the story was did written the by... the whole series? The whole series? Uh, uh, he did most of the episodes. He was a showrunner. I think, he, yeah, he did uh, four out of six episodes. Oh, that's a lot. So, yeah, the story was written by Danielle Mont and Jeremy Slater. So, basically, Herod freed Amit and, you know, killed the other avatars of the other gods. Layla finds Khonshu's shop team and releases him. He tries to make a deal with her. She says, you go fuck yourself. Uh, Mark decides to leave the field of reeds and he returns to the duop to rescue Stephen. And with Tarot's help, they make it through the gates of Osiris and waken um, up in their body. And Khonshu makes a new deal with them. And, you know, so he's Moon Knight again. And Tarot tells Layla that, you know, they have to bind Amit to a new Shopti or, you know. Otherwise, they can't, they're not going to defeat her. Yeah, or they're not going to be able to defeat her. But. Layla makes a deal with Tara and becomes a temporary avatar for her. And she becomes... Which I hope they make that permanent. The Scarlet Scarab. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, it's a two-on-one fight of Mark and Layla versus Harrow. While, you know, this episode gave me Power Rangers vibes. Just because you got people fighting on the ground and you got the gods fighting up, you know, above. So I'm it. And, I can uh, dig it. Conch, yeah. I mean, no no, no shade or anything, but I, I enjoyed it. So yeah. And... I mean, yeah, so cost- on the I can discuss about that costume alone. I mean, she just she had one of the best costume designs in the MCU. I mean, I'm sorry, new waifu alert, just 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 instantly. Good grief, man! But yeah, so Harrow is on the verge of basically killing everyone, and of course, Mark blacks out, and you know, and just like dead. last time, they're like, "Yeah, everyone's on the ground," and it's like. Steven, was that you? No, it wasn't me, Mark. Was that you? No. So and I'm kind of mad. The deuce. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of mad that we didn't get to see that once again. Also, Steven leveled up. My God. Yo. Yeah, we finally so got good. Mr. Knight worth the comics. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh, my God. That was, that was that, Yeah, I was chef's kiss. Yeah. But so, yeah, uh, Mark is getting ready to kill Harrow after they put Amit in his body. And Khonshu's like, do it. And Mark's like, no, fuck you. I'm done being your little puppet. And he releases him. But then they find themselves in the hospital. And it's once again, it's like, was this all real or was this all in their head? And, you know, they're like, yeah, now nah, we're just going to keep doing our thing. And then they wake up back home. But you see Harrow in the hospital. And then, yeah. of course, we finally get Jake Lockley. And Khonshu is an asshole. Yeah, he is. Yes. So it took six episodes, but we finally got Jake. We finally saw Jake in person. But unfortunately, we do not. I mean, 
as far as we know, there will be no season two. Well, as long as they, as long as the, cat, the actors have a contract and they can show up in other properties, well, I'm fine with that. Well, Oscar Isaac only signed on to do this. Yeah, but what about um, what's her name, May uh, May Calamay? Yeah, I'm. Pre- I don't know what her deal was because no one really got into the details of what what she would be doing after this. I don't know that she could. I mean, does MCU even need uh, a Moon Knight? They can use a Red Scarab. Scarlet Scarab. Yes, that. I mean, I mean, think about it. The representation is important. I mean, you saw the little girl. She's like, oh, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yeah, I guess I am. There you go. It's like, I think that would be important to her to represent like that. Come on. Yeah. I'm all for it. I, I don't think we necessarily need to follow the comics exactly every time. Why not put the Scarlet Scarab to the forefront and I'll let Moon Knight drop it? I mean, we might. Like I said, I don't know. But here are a few tidbits about the show. So... Jeremy Slater, who was one of the writers in the EP on the show, he tried very hard to get, as we just spoke about, Kumal Nanjiani to show up, as well as three or four of the Eternals in a flashback sequence of Moon Knight. But it was decided that the budget was better used elsewhere. So how would you have felt if the Eternals would have showed up? Um, I mean, it would have been cool. <laughs> yes, it would have been cool. And I kind of I kind of wish it had I wish it did happen. But unfortunately, it did not. Uh, I love this entire episode. I saw a lot of memes saying that, you know, when he was flying through the sky and he actually hovered over the moon, someone was like, oh, look, it's um, it's Moon McKnight. Remember the McDonald's logo, the talking moon? Yeah. Yeah, with the sunglasses and shit. I'm like, wow, the shade of you people. No complaints. Like I said, I was very optimistic. Uh, optimistic. A couple people hated the show. Couldn't even get past the second episode. Hey, Jared. Huh? Um, so, yeah, I mean, out of the six Marvel shows, this may very well be be in my top three and that's gonna go with falcon and winter soldier hawkeye and moon knight so where would you put this um remember the the, the disney plus shows we got were wandavision falcon and the winter soldier loki what if hawkeye moon knight i'm excluding what if because it's all animated why well because I, 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 I would i would okay Samir, because of the simple because... fact that i'm a, the reason why is because you never hear anyone say a top six listen i will exclude uh what if because it's an anthology where you don't know if they're gonna have any uh, well yeah that Can't. too but okay not that too well the main reason is i said live action I, it, it, honestly it's a hard action because i've enjoyed pretty much all the uh, marvel series so far um if i had to guess i would I say guess you're not guessing what is it it's definitely okay i would maybe it's tied with loki it's not i wouldn't put it over one wandavision i put it over wandavision because wandavision took so long to build up and they had more and episodes. this this yeah, but we also got glimpses that we had to wait a whole three and a half episodes before we found out what the hell was going on in WandaVision. No, I think it was actually four episodes because WandaVision was eight episodes. The only show that had eight episodes. You there? Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm really thinking. Honestly, I, I can't say for sure. I just really love, I like them all. I'm more, I'm more, I'm honestly, I'm more uh, worried about Miss um, Marvel. Oh, I'm sorry. WandaVision had nine episodes. But yeah, I mean, we'll get Miss Marvel in June after Obi Wan. Yeah. So, so do you think that means we're getting a Star Wars series in August? I mean, uh, uh, July or August? Is Ahsoka slated for this year? We don't know. That's the, that's why I'm asking because it's been you know every other month there's been something. So like Hawkeye was December, Boba Fett was what January, February, um, and we got this at the end of April, and we're getting Obi Wan at the end of this month. So maybe, maybe because we don't have a season three release date for the Mandalorian and. Did Boba Fett get a uh, second, season? second season? Hasn't been announced yet. But, you know, when it happens, we'll find out and we'll more than likely be happy. But, yeah, guys, I think we're going to call it a wrap. 
because Samir's playing uh, Knights of the Round Table or whatever the hell he is playing at. What? I'm sorry. That's that's a baseless accusation, and I don't like your tone, and uh, this interview's over. I couldn't find that sound clip, like, in perfect clarity. <laughs> but yeah, so this is Bernard. And this is Samir. And that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. All right, well, join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network, and a, and a belated May the 4th be with you. Yes, very much so. Um, Samir might be going out of town next week, so we don't know if we're going to be recording just yet. We'll probably record just not just sooner rather than, you know. Yeah, so you guys might get two episodes this this week. I don't know yet. (laughs) But next week, spoilers beware, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is probably going to be 98% of the episode. All right, so... Like I said, we will see you guys next week. Samir, tell the people goodbye. Uh, May the 4th be with you. You just you kind of said that already, but whatever. I'm playing this game right now. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>